touch that water. <laughs> so I think you're uh, live, Chairperson Barnett. Okay. Can you unmute? Oh, good. Everyone can hear me? Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our Human Relations Commission meeting for June 2022. Um, in the hybrid format, I think we still have some preliminary instructions uh, for Dr. Muhammad to give, so I'll let him do that now. Hey, good afternoon. Can everyone hear me? Okay, so I'm going to read the uh, sort of housekeeping as relates to the hybrid format. Uh, so thank you all. I'm uh, Ferris Muhammad. Uh, I'll be facilitating the Zoom meeting today. So here are a few housekeeping items for this virtual slash hybrid meeting. Uh, this meeting is being broadcast and recorded on the City of Lawrence YouTube channel. The public chat function is disabled. All chats will go directly to me. When you are not participating in the meeting, please mute your microphone. When you are participating in the meeting, please keep your video on. When you are not participating in the meeting, please turn your video off. You'll still be able to hear the meeting. You can turn your video back on when you are participating. Turning your video off when you are not participating allows the active meeting participants to be seen on the screen. If you have any trouble, please send me a chat. The city reserves the right to mute microphones and or turn off people's video to minimize distractions. Please remember to state your name every time you speak for the benefit of those listening remotely. And now I'll turn the meeting back over to Chairperson Barnett. Thank you. Um, the first agenda item is to approve the minutes from March 30th of 2022. Do I have a motion to approve? I'm sorry. Would everyone like to take a moment to review the minutes? Do let me know if you have any questions or objections. Okay, do I have a motion to approve the minutes from March 30th of 2022? This is Commissioner Stevens, I uh, motion to approve the minutes from March. Do I have a second? This Commissioner has, what I'll second. Dr. Mohammed, do we need to take roll call since we have people virtually? Oh, yes. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Commissioner Lee? Aye. Uh, Commissioner Stevens? Yes. Commissioner Sheldon Sherman? I'm sorry. Are we doing roll call or voting on the minutes? Voting on the minutes. They didn't do roll call for attendance. Okay. I will do I that momentarily. I was not at the meeting. <laughs> Thank you. Commissioner Haswood. Uh, aye. Okay, minutes are approved. Um, thank you, Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. Uh, let's take a roll call for everyone here. Uh, Commissioner Lee. Here. Commissioner Haswood. Here. Commissioner Stevens. Here. Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. Here. And Commissioner Marna is here. Um, okay, so let's get into our agenda items. I see or I saw that Beth Hafoka was here. Is she? Well, hello. <laughs> um, would you like to give our case report? Yes, I'm Elizabeth Hafoka. I'm the supervising city prosecutor. Um, I prepared the uh, written case update 
And I won't go through each uh, particular item, but uh, for those of you that don't know, I do the uh, discrimination investigations for the city when a complaint is filed. Um, also my, my office, the prosecutor's office, we accept um, all the phone calls that come in, emails that come in, and then um, in the case report, um, we keep track of that and then provide an update of all of those uh, calls or emails that we received that did not result in a uh, formal complaint being filed. So if there are any questions, I'm here to answer them. This is Commissioner Barnett. I'll just, um, we decided a while ago that we were going to um, just leave it open for questions and not go through, not read every single complaint or call. Um, I just wanna give uh, the commission a few minutes to look over the report and see if any of us have any questions for um, Elizabeth Hofoka and then um, we can um, accept them. Are we doing questions now? I'm sorry, I'm just looking over it still. Oh, okay. But yes, questions. Okay. As they come up. Sure. Uh, this is Commissioner Hazard. I have a question. Um, and then I guess just remind me again, but a lot of these are towards housing. Is it just public? Um, so this specific phone number is for Human Relations Commission, right? It's just, is it just confusing? Is that why we get a lot of housing? So uh, we accept uh, discrimination complaints that allege uh, discrimination in housing, employment, and public accommodations. Um, so we do get uh, calls about you know, any of those topics and then just other uh, types of inquiries, but uh, we, we do all three. Does that answer your question? Uh, Commissioner Haswood. Yeah, I just wanted to know um, if people were um, confusing us with the with HUD and if that's something that needs to be addressed like at a tabling or community event. Mm -hmm. um, but thank you. I'll say this, Elizabeth, if I'll go one more time. We uh, dual file our cases with HUD. So sometimes HUD will refer people to us, and we also will refer people to HUD depending on uh, you know what what assistance they need or what jurisdiction we have. This is Commissioner Barnett. Beth, I have a question. Um, on the city's website, do we have like a just a banner that says if you have a um, complaint about housing, reach out to HUD or HCCI if it's within discrimination, you know, within our discrimination ordinance, here here's the criteria, or is that too complex for um you know, to have on the website. I'm just wondering how to lower the call volume for um, complaints that we don't have any jurisdiction over. Ms. Elizabeth Hafoka again. Um, I think we sometimes get calls from people who do feel that uh, they're, they're uh, facing some sort of discrimination. And I don't think that they are familiar with chapter 10 and what our particular ordinance can cover. 
and what protected classes we have. So oftentimes the conversation is, okay, you may be facing discrimination, but we don't, we don't, you're not, you don't meet one of our protected classes. So it's not unlawful. Does that make sense? I think if you put a something out there on the website saying we only handle this or not that, you may limit people maybe even from reaching out because they might think, oh, I don't have that. Turns out they might have that. So I'm not sure how to best answer your question, but sometimes we do have to field, field all of them in order to figure out exactly what sort of assistance the person is looking for. This is Commissioner Barnett. Okay, that's great. Thank you so much. Um, are there any other questions for the case report? This is Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. Similarly, or kind of along those lines, when it says, you know, person stated they wanted to talk to someone about eviction, I would assume that then whoever answers the phone kind of dives deeper with them and says, why are you being evicted to see if they fit in a protected class? I guess I'm just concerned about those people who don't call in using the correct, you know, the magic words and being discriminated against or I'm being evicted because of my, you know, X, Y, or Z. Does that make sense? Yes, this is Elizabeth Afoka again. Um, so I have three uh, legal assistants in my office. They answer the phone predominantly, but if I'm not in court, then I usually answer these calls that come in. So yes, they're trained to um, ask questions, try to get information, and then relay that to me so that I can reach back out to that person. Um, or uh, if they speak with uh, whoever's calling and, and everyone sort of agrees that it's not a discrimination issue, it's more of a landlord-tenant issue that doesn't involve discrimination, then they can refer them on. If there's a question, then I try to follow up. Um, I was out for two weeks with COVID and I don't know exactly what happened during that time, um, but I didn't have anything from them uh, to follow up with anyone. So um, I think that they were able to handle what they could while I was gone. This is Commissioner Sheldon Truman. Okay, great. Thank you. This is Commissioner Barnett. Um, I do have a question. Could you give us just a little update on the open investigation involving um, housing and discrimination on the basis of disability? Yes, yeah, so uh, that was just opened on the 16th, I believe it was, um, or, or uh, that's when the complaint was, was drafted and then uh, the complainant just signed um, earlier this week, the 20th. So I've just mailed out the notification letters to all parties and nothing has begun yet. Um, just trying to notify everyone of the complaint. And then once I get a response back from um, the respondents, uh, then I will will start my investigation there. Uh, it is a um, discrimination uh, based on disability allegation, and it involves uh, housing. And um, the allegation is that the landlord did not uh, grant the complainant's request for reasonable accommodation. This is Commissioner Barnett. Thank you so much. Um, so the, to be clear, the investigation has not begun. This is Elizabeth Hafoka. No, uh, once they get the notification letters, which I was able to mail on Tuesday, uh, they have 10 days to respond. Thank you. Uh, this is Commissioner Barnett. Are there any other questions about this case report? Uh, do I have a motion to accept the case report from Ms. Hafoka? This is Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. I move to accept the case report. Can I get a second? This is Commissioner Stevens, a second. I'll take a roll call. Uh, Commissioner Lee? Aye. Commissioner Haswood? Aye. Commissioner Sheldon Sherman? Aye. Commissioner Stevens? Aye. And we have Commissioner Seiden with us? Aye. 
that motion carries. Um, and I do, I apologize, do need to go back to another agenda item. Um, we were just one commissioner short of being able to accept those minutes in, um, seeing that we have a fifth commissioner here uh, or a sixth commissioner here. Um, I'd like to reopen the motion and I'm going to be completely honest. I don't have my Robert's Rules books. So I'm not really sure how to do that. If any of you Robert's Rules geniuses know how to do that, I would appreciate assistance here. This is Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. I don't know the proper protocol. <laughs> Could we just move to uh, take a new vote on the acceptance of the minutes? <laughs> and this then, is Commissioner Lee. And then think, move to accept uh, the minutes. <laughs> If I'm remembering, <laughs> it's been a while since I've cracked the book open. I believe there needs to be a motion to reconsider. That's, That's in order uh, to be able to reconsider that since we now have the majority of our um, commission here. Thank you. Uh, could I get a motion to reconsider um, accepting the minutes from March 30th of 2022? Uh, this is Commissioner Lee. I will move that motion. Can I get a second? This is Commissioner Seiden. I'll second. Uh, Commissioner Lee. Um, yeah, so I go ahead and uh, reconsider that motion for us to reconsider um, reconsider the agenda uh, so, for the minutes. So do we have to take a roll call now for everybody and yeah. then do another motion? Okay, Commissioner Lee. Yeah. Um, so I would move then we go ahead and approve the minutes. You have to say aye. Oh, aye. So we have to take the roll call because of online. Okay. Okay. Aye. Commissioner Haswood. Aye. Commissioner Seiden. Aye. Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. Aye. Commissioner Stevens. Aye. Um, and then I also see that we have Commissioner Gipp with us this evening. Um, I'm not sure if you were present for the discussion or if you feel comfortable, uh, but I will go ahead and do a roll call on that motion. Commissioner Gipp. Was this to approve the minutes? That's correct. Yes, I just, I read them, so yes. Oh, sorry. This is actually a motion to reconsider approving the minutes because we didn't have enough people and I didn't have my Robert's Rules book in front of me. <laughs> okay, okay, is that an aye on that? Yeah, aye, yes. Thank you. Uh, and then uh, that motion carries. Okay, now can I get a motion to approve the minutes from March 30th of 2022? This is Commissioner Lee. I'd like to make that motion. Thank you. <laughs> can I get a second? Commissioner Seiden, I'll second. I'll take a roll call. Commissioner Lee? Aye. Commissioner Haswood? Aye. Commissioner Seiden? Aye. Commissioner Stevens? Aye. Commissioner Gipp? Aye. Commissioner Sheldon Sherman? I abstain. Okay, that motion carries and the minutes are accepted. Thank you all. Um, okay, so we the next agenda item we have is a bylaws discussion. <laughs> Um, Dr. Muhammad, could you give me an update on what that was doing on our agenda? Uh, yes, one second here. Uh, so, Ferris Muhammad, Director of Equity and Inclusion. I believe at the last commission meeting that you all had, there was some discussion about um, revisiting the bylaws as you all were considering some of the, uh, not only the alignment of the strategic plan with the Chapter 10 ordinance, and some of the future goals that you all have. But I think also there was some conversation about the changing of uh, the elections related to who's in which positions currently amongst you all as a uh, advisory board and what the bylaws sort of state as it relates to the election process, the meeting times, et cetera. So I think there were some things within the bylaws that uh, needed to be updated. I think there is gonna be some discussion uh, at this meeting related to some of that or just bringing it to people's awareness or attention to say what the next steps are or would be as relates to uh, getting an update on the bylaws. Okay, this is Commissioner Barnett. Thank you so much. Um, so I'm gonna pull up the bylaws because we did have a discussion about this last time. Uh, and I just wanna have an open discussion about um, everyone's thoughts. I don't know if everyone came prepared to discuss it. 
but I do want to pull them up if you will give me one moment. This is Commissioner Barnett. So um, one of the things we talked about, uh, of course, was um, how changing the bylaws was going to work in conjunction with uh, the revision of Chapter 10. So just for the record, my initial thought is that um, we not make any changes that it, it, we not make any, we not vote on any changes until Chapter 10 is revised and adopted. That's just my per personal preference. Um, procedurally, it kind of doesn't make any sense because if we're going to change the name and we're going to change the way some things are organized within chapter 10, then we would have to go back and revise the bylaws anyway um, because the bylaws say, for instance, Human Relations Commission. Uh, so that's the first comment that I have. And then um, also, uh, we were talking about, uh, I don't think we had any discussion about terms, um, but that uh, like the number of terms, but um, could we have in section three, it says officers shall be elected at the regularly scheduled meeting in May of each year. Um, do we want to change that to um, if there's an opening or, you know, we've had some roll off and renewals and everything, do we want to have a, a, a an additional sentence there that says something about, you know, if there's, if someone rolls off early, then the next person would come in, you know, if we have some language like that, is that okay? This is Commissioner Haswood. Um, does anyone have institutional knowledge on why May was the specific month? This is Commissioner Barnett, I do not. Uh, Commissioner Haswood. No. Oh, okay, go ahead. No, go ahead, Commissioner Haswood. I was just gonna um, ask Dr. Muhammad if he knew. So, Ferris Muhammad, Director of Equity and Inclusion, I believe, and I was trying to uh, scan the bylaws here, but I remember previously before several changes were made that the uh, Human Relations Commission was meeting quarterly, and I believe May was one of those months or one of the first meetings after the first meeting of the year, uh, I believe was in May when you all were meeting quarterly before a vote was then made for the Human Relations Commission to meet uh, monthly. And then, of course, recently you all kind of went back to the um, sort of quarterly or four times a year. I believe that was the rationale to my knowledge. I could be off on some of that though, but I believe it was based on uh, the Human Relations Commission meeting quarterly and elections needed to happen at first meeting, the second meeting of the year, basically, to my knowledge. This is Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. Chairperson Burnett, I agree with you that some sort of language needs to be added to that effect. I also think it would be helpful to make some of the language in the bylaws a bit more vague so that it doesn't say things like May of this year, you know, if we want to say the second meeting of the year or once a year as determined by the commission. I think there are a couple places in the bylaws where it could help. I mean, even in section four, it specifies the commission shall meet the third Thursday of February, May, August, November, unless otherwise designated. But I don't even know if that language is necessary if we want to say the commission will meet quarterly, just kind of things like that, that it seems like the bylaws were drafted with a very specific idea in mind that we may want to make them more malleable for future commissions if they do have things they want to change. Along those lines, I think it does make sense to wait until the chapter 10 work is done. And then perhaps one of the other subcommittees could help propose changes to the bylaws and submit it to the commission so that everybody um, could kind of review those. This is Commissioner Barnett. Um, it seems to me that the cross-cutting work subcommittee could do something like that <laughs> if, if you guys would be interested in, in doing that in conjunction with chapter 10. 
This is Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. That's Caleb and me, right? That would be correct. Okay. I would be, we would be, Caleb, I don't mean to pull you in with me, but we would be happy to, to look at that in um, conjunction with uh, the, chapter sen, chen, the Chapter 10 subcommittee. This is Commissioner Barnett. Thank you so much. Um, while we're all together, does anyone else have thoughts uh, other than to kind of make it a little more vague, take away the days of the week, the specific times, months, and instead speak in, you know, shall meet quarterly, elections shall happen within the first quarter, et cetera. Um, any other suggestions? This is Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. If people, I know some people are new and haven't probably had a chance to review the bylaws. If people review the bylaws and have other suggestions, feel free to email them to Caleb and me and we will incorporate those. This is Commissioner Barnett, thank you so much. Um, the next agenda item is board elections, and I am not sure what that is, if I'm being completely honest. I'm sorry. Dr. Muhammad, can I phone a friend? <laughs> yes, uh, one second. Can you remember what that was for a minute? Can you speak to that if you do recall Actually, with the board election? Uh, did you guys just have a vote recently? Up for? Yes. Um, this is Commissioner Barnett. Um, <clears throat> so, um, when, uh, when Chairperson, now City Commissioner Sellers rolled off, I assumed her duties as the Vice Chair, um, and Sheldon Sherman, Commissioner Sheldon Sherman was elected to be our Vice Chair, uh, as May has come and gone, this is our next meeting after May. And so we actually do have to elect a chair and a vice chair. Um, I know that my time as chair was brief. Um, I'm not a shining star tonight, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, um, but Dr. Mohammed and I did discuss uh, serving in this role once again until next May. And I don't believe that would be a violation. Um, we just have such a new commission, um, but I am also happy to take uh, nominations. Um, so we do need to have board elections. We need to elect pursuant to the bylaws, a chair and a vice chair. Um, so I will open it up for nominations for chair. This is Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. I nominate Chairperson Burnett to continue in her fantastic, fabulous role as chairperson of this wonderful committee. <laughs> Do we have any other nominations? Okay, uh, this is Commissioner Barnett. I would accept that nomination. Um, and then let's do a nomination for vice chair and then we can take a vote on chair and vice chair. Um, first, I'll give uh, Commissioner Sheldon Sherman an opportunity. Um, would you like to serve as vice chair again? This is Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. I am happy to serve as vice chair unless there is somebody else who would like the role. I'll open it up for nominations for vice chair. This is Commissioner Stevens. I nominate Commissioner Sheldon Sherman to continue. Thank you, Commissioner Stevens. I accept the nomination again, unless anyone else is dying to <laughs> fulfill the role. <laughs> This is Commissioner Barnett. Let's take a vote then. Um, for chair would be um, myself, Commissioner Barnett. I'll do a roll call. Commissioner Lee? Aye. Commissioner Haswood? Aye. Commissioner Sheldon Sherman? Aye. Commissioner Seiden? Aye. Commissioner Stevens? Aye. Commissioner Gipp? Aye. 
Okay, for the role of, well, thank you all so much, um, for the role of Vice Chair, uh, Commissioner Sheldon Sherman, I'll take a roll call and a vote. Uh, Commissioner Lee? Aye. Commissioner Haswood? Aye. Do you vote Commissioner Sheldon Sherman? No. I don't know. I would vote for myself, but. <laughs> Commissioner Seiden? Aye. Commissioner Stevens? Aye. Commissioner Gibb? Aye. Okay. Thank you all so much for your confidence, even though I obviously um, will bring my book next time. Um, okay, so uh, the next agenda item is committee assignments and updates. Um, as you all know, we have three working committees um, with not only uh, chairperson, now city commissioner, uh, sellers rolling off, um, we had a handful of other roll-offs. Um, and so we needed to get the um, the the committees back uh, appointed again. And so we have three, it's chapter 10, uh, which would be revising and rewriting the chapter 10 program development, which entails um, actually a lot of work out in the community. Um, this is a community outreach program development position uh, or committee. Um, and then cross-cutting work. Cross-cutting work would be more uh, within the city administrative work, uh, just like what Commissioner Sheldon Sherman and Commissioner Stevens kind of talked about with regard to revising the bylaws, really the internal operations of this commission and how we work within other municipal departments as well as other agencies that share an interest in the work that we do and the strategic planning that we have. Um, so um, after hearing from most of you after the the last commission meeting, uh, human relations commission meeting, um, the committee assignments are as follows. And I will just read these off. And if you all prefer a different committee um, and I, there is a misunderstanding or if there's something that you would rather do that you're really into, please let me know. Um, but for chapter 10, I have Commissioner Emerson, myself, Commissioner Seiden for the program programming and program development committee. I have Commissioner Haswood, Commissioner Lee, and Commissioner Gipp. And then for cross-cutting work, I have Commissioner Sheldon Sherman, Commissioner Stevens, and Commissioner Decog. Um, is there anyone that I missed or do you all have any thoughts or objections to those committee assignments? Seeing none, um, I would just encourage all of you to uh, have regularly scheduled meetings. We meet quarterly, so uh, perhaps having a meeting after this commission meeting um, scheduled and sometime right before the next commission meeting, which I believe is in August, uh, to kind of figure out what you want your committee to do um, and the work that you're doing. Uh, how you see it interconnecting with the city's strategic plan, as well as what our role is in chapter 10. Um, I would encourage that. And um, I'll just kick off the, the update um, from chapter 10. We are uh, chapter 10 committee. We are working with several other interested agencies um, and nonprofit organizations and community advocates, um, as well as uh, a couple city departments on revising chapter 10 and specifically um, enhancing the housing language to include a source of income non-discrimination, something that we've talked about before, but that discussion is really ramping up. Um, what we're working on is uh, outreach to other cities um, and, and, um, and also legal aid clinics, prosecutors, um, other enforcement arms within other cities to see really how they do their enforcement work, um, again, not just for the source of income, but just as chapter 10 as a whole. Um, and so I actually, uh, Commissioner Emerson and myself meet uh, every other week with this group of um, 
advocates um, and uh, experts, subject matter experts, um, certainly not professing to be a um, source of income and housing experts. So I am just so excited to work with these brilliant people within our own community. Um, it really is working in conjunction with um, the county and the city strategic plan um, on housing initiatives and the city commission actually just accepted um, the report I believe from the KU public interest it's a very long title but um, uh, their study on housing um, I believe that was at the last city commission meeting. Um, and so really now that that study has been, that report is done and um, actually I think they heard review of it and then they will accept it um, at the next commission meeting. So once that report is accepted, we can take all of the data from that report and use it to really get the most holistic chapter, chapter 10 going. Um, we want to work on everything from um, what what the rental applications can and can't have um, to what enforcement looks like for all discrimination issues within the city um, when it comes to uh, chapter 10. Um, and then of course, adding in that little source of income language. And then, um, you know, what do we want to change? What don't we want to change? I will be circulating a draft um, within the next couple months for review because I would really love to discuss this at our next commission meeting um, because I would also like to hopefully bring it to the city commission for review um, after, of course, public input and the city attorney's office input um, sometime this fall. So it's really exciting the work that the community has put into this. Um, and, you know, they've been kind of waiting on us. Um, I didn't realize that we're playing such a huge role in this, um, but we are. So, yay. Um, very exciting. Um, are there any questions about the Chapter 10? Okay, um, I'll move on to, and I just want to say um, that Chapter 10 stuff has been going on for uh probably over a year now. So I, and and we've had two long-term commissioners on that committee. So I just want to say for program development and cross-cutting work, like I know we've had so much turnover. Um, I don't, I don't expect like a full detailed report about what you know, you guys are about to do for the upcoming year, but I would love to know um, what you guys are thinking and if you have any updates. So um, I'll move on to program development. Um, our sole remaining commissioner, Commissioner Haswood, do you have an update for program development? You haven't had anybody to meet with, so. Um, this is Commissioner Haswood. I did have a brief moment with uh, Commissioner Deke. Um, and we bounced around some really great ideas before they transitioned to another subcommittee. I still need to meet with my two other new members, um, but check out for your inbox. I will send you all kind of what we've been working on. I'm really excited of um, possibility of tabling. Um, there's ideas of a three minute video, of what Human Relations Commission does and looking at um, the call list, um, what we previously approved today, I think just public outreach and public education and just being there for the public um, to understand what we do um, would be really exciting and beneficial, especially after COVID times where we all can do a little bit more tabling um, and a little bit more meeting folks. This is Commissioner Barnett. Thank you so much, Commissioner Haswood. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we were talking about tabling at, you know, I was surprised that we didn't have anything at Juneteenth, but like with a half staffed commission, <laughs> like, you know, it's just been so tough. But again, I'm excited we're here in person today and we're kind of getting, getting going. Um, and then also we are going to have outreach with this new ordinance, um, public and community outreach. So I'll connect you with the group that I've been working with. And then you guys can maybe plan on landlord outreach, community outreach to get public input on the chapter 10 stuff. As Commissioner Haswell, that sounds great. As Commissioner Barnett, Barnett okay, uh, Commissioner Sheldon Sherman, Commissioner Stevens, uh, cross-cutting work update.
This is Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. Commissioner Stevens and I um, spoke and we were waiting for our third committee member because we want to kind of prioritize. We're going to go through, we wrote, for those of you who weren't on the committee um, last year, we wrote kind of an annual report for the committee of things that we'd accomplished and goals for next year. And I think that that would be really nice if our committee could continue to do that every year and take that on as our role to have as institutional knowledge. And so I can circulate that to all of you since some of you are new so you can see what we accomplished last year and what our goals are for this year and then Commissioner Stevens and I hope to meet with our newest member to kind of prioritize what we want to tackle this year. It sounds like first you know will be the bylaws but there are also you know other ways that we're constantly trying to make as you said Commissioner Barnett kind of the internal workings of the committee better and so we hope to prioritize those things and get started now that we have our third and final uh, group member. This is Commissioner Barnett. Thank you so much. This is very exciting. Um, are there any other questions, comments, updates, anything you all want to talk about while we're here together this evening um, about the committee assignments and updates? Okay. Um, so we'll move on to the uh, an update on the proposed name change. Um, so last time we met, we talked about changing the name. Um, I am sure you all saw on the uh, report from Ms. Hofoka that people still um, continue, it still continues to be confusing that we are the um, human resources arm of the city. Um, and uh, we discussed an update to the to our name that would serve to, um, you know, hopefully remove that confusion, but also um, truly give our community a feeling of understanding what we do. Um, we narrowed it down to the Civil Rights Commission and the Human Rights Commission. Um, if I am not mistaken. Um, and then uh, we talked about kind of what that would look like. Should we do it ahead of the um, chapter 10? Do we want to make that change right away to alleviate community confusion, um, encourage community outreach, or is that something that we want to wait on? Um, and just I'll state my opinion and then kind of open it up for further questions. Um, there are two issues to changing it right away. The first one is it, it needs to go through city commission um, approval. We wanted some community outreach and public input, um, but that there, if, if it has to go through the city commission and we have a deadline on, you know, kind of moving this chapter 10 through um, in a, you know, before the fall, or around the fall, then I see no need to have two separate considerations of the name change and then chapter 10, let's just do it all at once. I think the fall will be here before we know it. Um, and that's just my uh, personal opinion. Also, just the expenditure of city resources and public outreach and everything, it would just be nice to wrap it up into one big package um, so it doesn't serve to confuse or waste any resources on behalf of the city um, or our wonderful community. So uh, that's my first ish, first point. My second point would be that um, the city uh, back a few months ago was considering reorganizing the uh, advisory boards and commissions again. Um, when I looked back through the, the minutes and um, did a little more research and spoke to some other people within the city, I don't think that that's been moving along. Um, Dr. Mohammed, do you have an update on the reorganization of advisory boards and commissions? Uh, Ferris Mohammed, Director of Equity and Inclusion. Uh, to your point, uh, Chairperson Barnett, I think it's still a, sort of an ongoing conversation as to what that might look like, what's the impact. Uh, doing some evaluations, some assessments related to um, the cost of staffing the uh, 40 plus advisory boards and commissions and those types of things and what's the fiscal cost in consideration of the city and where we're at related to budget being issues and things of that nature. So as far as the decision goes, there's not a decision that I'm aware of, but I know there is some ongoing conversation and consideration as to and some assessments being conducted as to what efficiencies may look like as relates to advisory boards within the city. 
This is Commissioner Barnett. Um, I'll just say I don't I don't see any need unless we hear from the city um, to wait for the city to reorganize advisory boards and commissions. Um, we are, I think, a crucial commission for the health, safety, and welfare of our community. Um, and um, I don't think that we should delay the name change or revising chapter 10 um, to protect our community members. Um, you know, I think we should just keep moving along. Are there any comments or questions to those two points? Seeing none, um, I will consider um, those two options. The uh, well, let's let's maybe if we could narrow it down. And I don't think we need to take a vote tonight, but I would just like to hear from the commission um, the civil rights name or the human rights name. Uh, could I just perhaps hear from each commissioner on what your thought is, if I remember correctly, last time it was leaning towards Civil Rights Commission. Um, if we could kind of narrow it down, that would be really helpful. And then when we come back, maybe in August, we can take a vote and that can be implemented within the Chapter 10, if that would be okay. Um, don't all jump in at once. <laughs> This is Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. I was not at the last meeting when people expressed their preferences, but I think in terms of the actual meaning of the terms, civil rights fits more within the work of this commission in terms of rights that are acquired not by essence of being a human, but by being a part of a political state, which is Lawrence, which is what we are charged with, is making sure that the residents of Lawrence are protected. And so I think that fits well with our mission. This is Commissioner Stevens. Well, I mean, yeah, that all that all that. <laughs> this is Commissioner Barnett. Do I have any other comments or preference? Are you guys still mulling it over or what are we? What are you guys thinking? Let me ask you this. Um, are there any objections to Civil Rights Commission? This is Commissioner Lee. I think uh, the Civil Rights Commission helps kind of narrows down exactly to what Commissioner Sheldon Sherman said, really narrows our scope down, makes it clear what we're doing. Whereas human rights, although I think is an improvement from human relations still bears a resemblance to humans relations. I still kind of have to think about if I wanted to go and explain human rights commission, I still kind of have to shuffle that around with my head where I think civil rights, I think is a terminology that more people can narrowly associate with. Mm -hmm. So I, I think I would lean towards a civil rights commission as well. This is Commissioner Barnett. Thank you all so much. Um, I won't belabor the point. Um, I, what I'm gonna do is at, in our draft of chapter 10, um, I will go ahead and change the name to uh, the Civil Rights Commission um, and we can kind of have a final discussion and vote. Um, so that being said, let's all make sure that we are at the August meeting so we can make a vote on this so it can be appropriately um, written into chapter 10 uh, when we make that change. Um, I think that that is all I have to close out that agenda item. And um, before we move on to public comment, do I have any commissioners who would like to um, have any kind of uh, points of discussion before we move on to public comment. This is Commissioner Haswood. I had a question about um, tabling, like especially with program development, if we want to get out in the public, do we have to wait for the next commission meeting to get approval or is that something that we can move on our own? 
this is Commissioner Barnett. Um, so I don't think that we need to make a motion and have a vote, um, I, especially with the setup of our committees um, as is. If um, the program development committee wants to take on, you know, coming up with the the events that we'd want to table, finding relevant events, um, developing our own internal events, and then uh, putting out an email that would come from staff to the whole commission asking for volunteers. Um, that's what we've done in the past, and we've done it outside of the regularly scheduled commission meeting, and everything's been fine. Uh, it's I, I think something. Sorry, I'll. Keep you money for it. Oh, um, oh Commissioner um, Decog, yeah. you're not on mute. Um, so the only thing we would need to discuss is if we need like printed materials, additional printed, unique printed materials that we don't already have, um, or it costs money to table you know, like a booth fee or something like that. Um, and even then, I do believe that there might be some like $40 discretion or, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not, um, I don't know how much, what the dollar amount would be that needs uh, the Human Relations Commission approval. Perhaps um, Dr. Muhammad could tell us, um, I don't know if it's $1 or $100 or what, but um, if it's a significant amount of money, then we would need to consider it. But I I love the idea of like, hey, I heard about this event this weekend. Can I come up to the city and grab our, our stuff? Like, there's just no need to have this, I don't think, this big formal process for like getting our name out there. So I think this is an excellent idea. Um, Dr. Mohammed, if I spoke out of term, would you correct me? And also, what are your thoughts? So, uh, Ferris Muhammad, Director of Equity and Inclusion, uh, I'm not 100% sure on what the dollar amount is that may require a certain level of approval from the city. And as it relates to additional materials for uh, doing community outreach, uh, since I've been here only during COVID time, I'm not even sure what all materials as far as tables and table skirts and I know we have brochures and things like that upstairs on behalf of the Human Relations Commission, but as far as additional things, I'll probably have to discuss some of that with uh, city attorney's office to see what all you all have and what all additional procedural things might be. This is Commissioner Haswood. Thank you. I guess we'll be in contact with uh, working together with Dr. Muhammad to ensure that we're in guidelines for what we move forward with. This is Commissioner Barnett. Do I have any other uh, points of discussion from commissioners? Okay, um, so then we would move on to public comment. Do we have, did anyone sign up for public comment? We don't have anyone here present. No. Oh, <clears throat> this is Commissioner Barnett. I might need a little technical help here. Um, it looks like we have public comment from Mr. Flowers. Yeah, so we can, I guess, uh, call on Mr. Flowers. He should be able to unmute and speak whenever you allow him to or call on him to. Mr. Flowers? Yeah, um, I I didn't really come prepared. I just, it, I was watching YouTube and it popped up that this was going on, but I just wanted to bring up um, back in fall of 2020, I came to the this commission requesting that something be done about public urination laws and our ban on women being topless. And then at the time. I, mean, I thought y'all were set to look at it and then that whole Citygate thing was going on and the prosecutor recommended that it be held off. And I I, I thought that, well, they're just trying to, to put it off because I don't think the prosecutors want to lose those, those ordinances. And last I knew, 
it's dead. Like nothing went on from that. Citygate never looked at either of those ordinances. And I, I, I don't, I don't think it's fair. Like how come Manhattan says that they, they did away with their topless ordinance. So, but we still have ours. So my, I'm just wondering, is Manhattan just full of leftist looms? Like they, they're just overboard woke that, that that's the reason they did away with their topless ordinance? Or is it that we're just behind the times? Cause I don't see how someone has to be right. They, they, they did away with their topless ordinance and we kept ours. And I've argued that it's, it's besides just um it's it's unfair to have like the a, a female top should be considered the same as a male top like we need it should be more fair and that it's not fair to women because if you're like a homeless wo woman what if it's hot and you want to change shirts where do you go and just this like um a few weeks ago if you follow community scanner page, there was a call, someone called in dispatch because a woman was walking her dog topless. So, I mean, we, if you follow the scanner, people still call into dispatch if they see a woman going topless. And also I've argued, how is it fair for non-binary? How, how, if someone says I'm neither man or woman, what happens when they go topless? And I also, when it comes to public urination, where do people go with if they don't own a bathroom? But, you know, I'm willing to give up that because I, I, I don't think the city commission's willing to do anything about that. But I think, yeah, I, I do think that top, like we should do away with our, our topless ban because Manhattan, Kansas is even willing to do it. And, just when it comes to prosecutors, back in, in May, on May 10th, they, they gave a presentation and part of their presentation was a testimonial. And when you watched it, it made it seem like it was something voluntarily sent in, but it turns out it wasn't. They requested a testimonial. And um, there's this person that runs a YouTube account called Lawrence Accountability they did a public input, like a public request, I guess, and they got an email between the prosecutor and the person who provided testimonial where the guy's asking, hey, is this what you want? So, I mean, I don't trust the prosecutors and if you want to trust them, that's okay, but they, I don't think they want to lose any kind of ordinances and they're going to, they're going to say stuff just where they can get it, get city staff to take care of it where they just, it takes so long, people forget about it and that's the end of it. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Thank you. This is Commissioner Barnett. Thank you so much, Chris Flowers. Um, I did, I do recall, um, I think there were only like maybe two of us here, myself and Commissioner Stevens, um, that visited this issue. Um, the entire commission did look at this um, and I don't believe that any action was taken, um, but I just would request, request that city staff go back and look at where this was left, this issue was left. Um, I do know that the city was going to study it and see if there was any interest and perhaps that was done in conjunction with CityGate, um, but I know that this commission didn't, we did not consider, we heard the issue, but we did not consider voting on a change or having any input on it. Um, it gets borderline on uh, within our scope of authority. Um, I think it could be argued either way. Um, but if we could just get a, an update from city staff on where this issue was left um, back in 2020, I would appreciate it. Any other public comment? Okay, seeing none. Um, I would accept a motion to adjourn for this evening. I'm sorry, just time out. Real quick, I just wanna be sure that we all know that the next commission meeting is August. Dr. Muhammad, can 25th. I get an assist? 
August 25th, 2022. We'll be in hybrid format again at 6 p.m. Um, and again, we'll have a few action items to, to do at that meeting. So um, just want to reiterate that I hope that everyone can be present for that. And thank you all so much for your time serving on this commission. And I am so, so very excited to get started now that our committees are staffed and we are ready to work. Um, I will accept a motion to adjourn. Commissioner Stevens, motion to adjourn. Can I get a second? Commissioner Seiden, I'll second. Uh, Commissioner Lee. Aye. Commissioner Haswood. Aye. Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. Aye. Commissioner Seiden. Aye. Commissioner Stevens. Aye. Commissioner Gibb. Aye. And Commissioner Decog. Aye. Sorry, I was late. <laughs> This is Commissioner Barnett. That's okay. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, we will see everyone in August. Uh, meeting is adjourned at 7.02 p.m. Thank you.